Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. It's the live Saturday edition. Bring up what you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. It's the last Saturday uh, before Christmas, which means there are a lot of people out and about doing their shopping thing Are they shopping this late? This late? This late in the day? I mean, it's only 7 o'clock. I don't know. I can tell you when I was working in retail, Mark, it was packed. Okay. Uh, and we were at uh, Walmart tonight on the way back from the movie. We'll tell you about what we saw in a moment. Uh, but the, the, it was packed. The yeah. parking lot Walmart's was a madhouse. swamped. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, people are out and about. Uh, they're doing their thing. And uh, hopefully you're listening to some Free Talk Live as well. We appreciate your, your attention on it during the holiday season. We will, by the way, be with you all week long. Uh, those of you that get the show... During the week on your local radio station, you'll be hearing a live show on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day uh, for Free Talk Live, so keep that in mind. If you don't get the show on your local radio station, we can talk about how you can uh, remedy that later, but you can always tune us in at listen.freetalklive.com. But I just want to let people know we'll be live Saturday next week and Friday and Thursday all week long. So just to give you that heads up. Uh, but Mark, you're going to take the week off, so I'll have uh, some of our wonderful co-hosts. Listen in. to my voice. I need the week off. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, but today, let's... Let's talk briefly about what we did today, and then we'll get into some issues. And, of course, we'll take your calls about absolutely anything at 800-259-9231. Now, we do this show from uh, little old Keene, New Hampshire. And, well, there's a movie theater in Keene, but it's not the the most spick and span, uh, brand new stadium seating. that doesn't have that stuff. It It's kind of an old school theater and... It certainly doesn't have any kind of digital projection, and there's not an IMAX for... Mm, you have to drive at least an hour and a half from Keene to, to find an IMAX theater. But we got up bright and early this morning and drove two hours down to uh, Massachusetts to go That's to the right, IMAX. That's right, a caravan of rednecks going to see IMAX. <laughs> I don't know if I'd describe myself as a redneck, but... Uh... We, uh, we we did go down to the IMAX Theater in Methuen, Massachusetts, for the matinee showing of Avatar. And I love what you said after that movie was over, Mark. It was, I think, so spot on. <laughs> right. Well, um, yeah, for anybody who wants to know about Avatar, I've got to say that it was a it was an amazing movie experience uh, for me. I, I have seen an IMAX movie before, but not a full-length one like this. I don't even know if they've made them. I don't know anything about IMAX. Like I said, it was redneck going to the movie theater. Well, when IMAX first came out, uh, I remember when it happened. They built one. This was back when we were living in Florida. They built one in uh, Tampa. At the, the Mosi. The, the Mosi. And th- that screen's a hell of a lot bigger than the one we saw today, as I as I recall. That okay. thing was like two stories high or something like that, three stories high. Uh, but the, the idea is, um, in the beginning, they kind of had more documentary-style short uh, That's what films. I remember. That were very beautiful and very uh, very nice to look at, but it took a while for the actual Hollywood releases to start coming out in IMAX, and now they've hit with the the 3D. I saw a, a Harry Potter movie at IMAX, I don't know, about a year or two ago, and there was like a minute or two or three long segment, three minute long segment where there was some 3D effects that they would that have you put the glasses on for. Yeah, Avatar is 3D through the entire 200. And right. There's nothing like it. It's like a uh, a 9.5 as far as storytelling goes, and an 11 as far as visual effects. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. Um, it, and somebody needs to. The next step is somebody needs to erect a statue to James Cameron and put underneath (laughs) it. You and statues. Well, he deserves one for this one. The man who saved Hollywood because Hollywood was going down the toilet. They were not able to provide a a movie experience that was going to compete with what people could do at home. You know. 
you've got these big plasma sc- screens with the 1080 DPUs or yeah, whatever. Full HD and yeah, right. uh, surround sound in your home and everything like that. People I mean, can do some amazing stuff. At I home. would much rather pop a Blu-ray disc into my uh, Blu-ray player and watch on my 37-inch widescreen TV. Uh, I can pause it and go to the bathroom anytime I want to. I don't have to pay absurd prices for uh, for food. I mean, you're right, Mark. They they were having a tough time competing with the home theater experience. You go into a place like a Walmart or a, your local Best Buy, and the prices on those TV sets, the flat screen sets, just keep coming down and down and down. Yeah. So it was getting more difficult for them, but this really raised the bar. Yeah, Avatar was superlative. Um, I don't... I have a difficult time placing it in the category with like Matrix and Star Wars. No, it wasn't. It wasn't as yeah. blow you away, kind of plot wise. Uh, I don't know why. I can't. Fi- I can't put my finger on why it wasn't as good as Star Wars because you know Star Wars. It, I, I saw a lot of uh, parallels to it. The only small, if I had a complaint, the smallest complaint I had about Avatar was the ending was predictable. But, you know, so what? I mean, stories, there's only, I what, 17, 17 stories in, in mankind, and they just yeah. keep telling them over and over again yeah. in different ways. You can't be too picky about that stuff. You no. either are entertained or you're I not, right? I was absolutely entertained. And I was engrossed. I, I, uh, my comment was that I didn't feel the time really uh, taking a long time. Sometimes when you're in a long movie, this is a two-and-a-half-hour-plus movie, two hours and 40 minutes. When you're in a long movie like that, if they don't really do a, a bang-up job in a long movie like that, it can drag. And I can say that in, at, at no point in this film that I feel like it was dragging. I was fully engrossed the entire time. And when we were riding back, because we had a carpool and there were several of us that came out from the area to go, um, one of the comments was that maybe one of the reasons it was so engrossing was because it was so beautiful to look at. I mean, even in a scene where o- only dialogue is occurring, you're the entire screen is just flush with the most amazing things to to just blow your mind with just right. the way the things look the, the little dust particles floating in the air and it's it all amazing. in 3D absolutely amazing if you're going to go see avatar they didn't you, pay us for this by the way if you go see avatar right they did not I, we didn't if get a free go, ticket if you go see <laughs> avatar go see it in an IMAX if you own a movie theater make it into an IMAX well Sorry. Now, hold on now there is there are three ways that you can see avatar in the theaters there's the regular 2D movie going experience and i'm sure it would be a fine 2D film i didn't film. see that uh no but there's also, we saw the IMAX 3D version. There's also just a regular digital 3D version. Mm-hmm. So not everybody has an IMAX uh, nearby them, but it is likely that there's some theater within an hour's drive of you that is showing uh, Avatar in digital 3D. And if you can't make it to an IMAX 3D version, I would go see the digital 3D version of this because you don't want to miss what is essentially going to be the, you know, the groundbreaking film as far as where Hollywood goes next. Right. I, I, I have a tough time calling it the film of the decade. That's a big title to put on anything, but I'm tempted. Yeah, the decade's almost over, so it, it may very well be able to, to claim that. It, I, I certainly would call it the movie of the year. The Matrix was 1999, so that uh, I guess it, it can't go up against The Matrix. I, right. I would put it up against uh, Matrix 2 or Matrix 3, which I feel were fine fine movies and everything. Oh, a lot of people hated those movies. I didn't hate I liked them. them. Um, a lot of, I, I, you know, the first one was great, no doubt. So it is available. If, if you can see this movie in 3D... See it in 3D. Uh, if you can see it in IMAX 3D, all the better. But at the very least, try to make a 3D showing of it. It was absolutely stunning. And 
when it there are previews of course too of some of the movies that are that are coming out as well because Hollywood is it's already lining up the next 3D films too to follow this one up wisely. Toy Story is going to be in 3D. The next, uh, the third Toy Story, and uh, there's a Shrek 3D. And what was the other one? There was another 3D one that, the, that they were advertising. There was Hubble. Yeah, that wasn't really a movie though. No, it, it, I'm going to go looks, see it. I want to cool. go see it. Galaxies uh, yeah. viewed through the IMAX experience. I want to see that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So uh, I don't know what else is there to say about Avatar. Uh, it was entertaining and uh, well if worth. You're on it. the fence. Go see it. Yeah. Oh, oh, I know what I wanted to say about it. I had posted uh, an update on my Facebook account, and somebody wrote. A response saying they they didn't really think that uh, you know they'd heard that it was pro environment and anti progress and my response to that was well I like the environment I'm pro environment I like having clean water right. and clean air I can see how somebody would um, who's who's kind of that hoo ha pro war Republican kind of uh, you know personality would say that this was you know this was really a liberal greeny um uh, pinko movie but it wasn't it was about property rights those people yes. own that jungle and that's all there is to it um you know it's not okay to go into people's property and to destroy it because they somehow aren't uh you know as advanced as you'd like them to be to protect that property it wasn't exactly. okay what happened to the American Indian. It's right. not okay what's happening in the rainforest. And, you know, that's okay. It's property rights. It wouldn't be okay if it happened at your house. Exactly. That's why I said that it's not anti-progress. Avatar is not anti-progress. So, we, so you know what we're talking about. Just the basic gist of the film is the uh, humans come into a, uh, a planet, and they are looking for a certain type of uh, rock, a mineral. And this uh, there's a very large deposit underneath the natives. The natives have a certain uh, home. Uh, that they they live in, and the the rock is located. A lot of the rock is located underneath that. And since they don't really have anything they can trade to the natives, there's nothing the natives want. They just decide to take it by force. That's not progress. That's violence. Uh, we can continue this here at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can bring up anything. Free talk live. Notorious space pirate Phoebus Crumb had retired to a frontier world, only to see it destroyed by raiders. Now, Crumb is given a new ship, a new crew, and a dangerous new mission. Infiltrate deep within enemy territory and destroy a deadly dreadnought that threatens the balance of galactic power. Follow the illustrated adventures of L. Neal Smith's Phoebus Crumb online now at BigHeadPress.com slash PK. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231, and tonight it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Uh, and we'll continue the discussion, this um, infomercial that we're doing for Avatar here in a moment. Uh, but there's some issues that I think we can get into based on uh, the discussion off the movie, the environment and uh, progress and all of that. Have you heard of the Millionaire Patriot? You should. He has five days of firearms training waiting for you, all for pennies on the dollar. Plus, if you act fast, the Millionaire Patriot will give you a free Springfield Armory XD pistol in the caliber of your choice. Go to FrontSight.com for your training and free gun. It's FrontSight.com. All right, so the toll-free number here, 800-259-9231. I guess one of the questions I could ask is, is it possible to be in favor of the environment and in favor of progress? And I say, absolutely. 
Absolutely. I think that's the only way you can be in favor. <laughs> well, the only the only reasonable stance, I suppose, because if you if you're one of these nimrods out there that are um, you know at Copenhagen thinking the government is going to save the world as far as the you know, the environment goes, please. I mean, the United States government is one of the largest polluters in the world. Yes. Certainly, it's the largest polluter in the United States. Um, you're expecting the government, I mean, to prevent pollution when it's the largest polluter. Talk about giving the fox the keys to the hen house. Please, that's absolutely ludicrous. And the other governments, these people have no controls on them. The most incompetent group of boobs in the world are the government, and you want to give them control of the environment? Please, the environment, the environmental problem will be far better served in the free market. Yeah, and the environmental uh, issue is so, like the health care reform issue, is so full of false choices I mean, it's it's either, you're either against the environment or you're for the environment. You're either against health care or you're for health care, and that's that's not true. Those aren't the real choices. That's that's just the illusory uh, options. Those are the illus- illusory, illusory options that the media kind of puts out there and says. Well, you're either on this side or you're on this side. You're on the red team. You're on the blue team. You're either a Republican or you're a Democrat. And on this show, we're none of the above. And I would hope that you're more independent than that, too. Right. Because who, who wants dirty water? <laughs> what? Who, who wants pollution? Wants who, who wants any of that stuff? Right. What and, I want is, is market-based solutions that don't involve threatening violence against people. And that's what the government solution always is. The government doesn't persuade. The government doesn't ask. The government demands, and if you don't go along with their demands, they've got a nice, cold, concrete cage waiting for you. Right, and the government makes these blanket, one-size-fits-all uh, you know, statements. The fact is, it doesn't, it doesn't work for everybody. I burn wood to keep my house warm. Now, God, the trees! Right, right. That's fine. I live in the middle of a small forest. And I just, you know, I cut down the mature trees or, or dead wood, mostly dead wood. It's just easier to, 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 to use. But I cut this stuff down, and that's what I use. And But if I was living right in, you know, one of these row houses, burning wood in my backyard might not be the thing to, to heat a house with. Yeah. It's an outdoor wood boiler, if that doesn't make any sense to you. But um, so, so, I mean, different situations call for different measures. And to think that the government can come down with one-size-fits-all scenarios for everybody is stupid. That's all it can do. Right. The, the tort system a, um, or a, you know, some kind of arbitration system can handle people having problems with uh, their neighbors. As a matter of fact, it was the, during the Industrial Revolution um, in you know, common law England where they, got, you know, they started doing the regulation thing as far as the environment that actually took away people's property rights because... That was, uh, you know, they, they needed to make, pro- they needed to have progress, so they needed to be able to pollute your land. That's not fair. If somebody pollutes your land, you need to be compensated. Now, I can understand why some people would look at what the, uh, the mainstream environmental movement says and does and advocates and come to the conclusions that, well, some of these people seem to want humans to go back into caves. They do. That's true. I, like I say, I can understand where, uh, where they would draw that conclusion. But that's not to say that just because the most vocal uh, environmental activists out there are, socialist nut jobs. Are, are, are that way means that, uh, well, we should just forget about uh, taking care of the environment. All of the good things in life come from the marketplace. 
Okay, all of the wonderful things that we have, the cars that get us from place to place, the air conditioning, the heating, everything that we have right. comes from the marketplace and, and people who are in search of a profit. And the only way they can make that profit is by satisfying consumers. And since people want clean water and clean air, it's only natural that the marketplace is going to give those things to them. Is it true that people have polluted? Certainly. But when you start to dig into some of the details on the, those pollution issues, you start to find out little details like... Like, well, a lot of the pollution and the clear-cutting and some of the awful environmental things that you hear about happens on government-run land, in that the government owns the land. In fact, the government owns, the uh, federal government owns a significant portion of America, especially west of the Mississippi. Yeah, west of the Mississippi and, and most of Alaska. Um, so what you end up finding out is that the government land managers essentially lease this land out to various different corporations. Right, and if you've, ever, if you've ever had renters, you know that renters don't take as good of a ha- of good a care of a, uh, a unit, generally, not all renters. Uh, as somebody who owns it. They don't have the incentive. They don't. I mean, yeah, you've got a security deposit, but eh, whatever. Most A lot of renters just don't care that much. And so it's the same thing. So these uh, corporations are getting this land at who knows what price, and they're just abusing it. They're, they're not doing it. Uh, what sustainability, I guess, is a kind of a buzzword out there. They're not doing it. They're not taking care of that land in the way they would take care of it if they knew that down the line they had to sell it to somebody, right? So... So that's what happens when you really start to kind of look into things. Well, you might say, well, well, Ian, what about pollution? What about air pollution? I mean, that that's not really owned by anybody. How do you deal with that one? And that comes back to, the, like you were saying, the tort system, Mark. If it, if it turns out that some uh, co- corporation is pumping something that into the air that is somehow doing damage to people, and it can be proven that it's doing damage to people, there's your case, right? If you can prove that company A is somehow poisoning people, then you've got a ironclad case to get them to stop doing that. And if what the market wants is clean, a clean environment, and I believe that it does, then the marketplace actors will clean up their act, the ones that are, are right. doing naughty things, and, it's and absolutely go out of business. It's absolutely on a continuum. Sure, cars pollute. People pollute. Uh, you know, somebody can claim that uh, carbon dioxide is a pollutant. That's what the EPA has said recently. Somebody can make that claim. It doesn't make it true in my world because, to me, carbon dioxide is food for plants. But whatever, um, somebody can make that claim, and you know, therefore, you would need you know some kind of arbitrators, people that would come in and make the de- decisions. But what is a judge? You know. Absolutely. I want to hear from you on this if you've got thoughts at 800-259-9231. You know, the false choice of environmentalism, like the idea that if you aren't in favor of governmental solutions, then you must be against the environment. Well, no. I'm in favor of the environment and in favor of the marketplace coming up with solutions on a completely consensual basis. And because I'm in favor of, uh, of that doesn't mean I'm anti-progress. And the suggestion was that this Avatar film, which is excellent, go see it if you haven't, see it in 3D. Uh, but the suggestion is that uh, Avatar is an anti-progress film. Because, well, progress apparently means that you have to kill native people in order to steal their stuff from them. Because that's how progress is made. That's sick. It's a sick form of progress. Yeah, that's not progress. That's regression. It's violence. Anything that involves violence against your fellow human being is not progress. Free Talk Live at 800-259-9231. You take control of the airwaves. Guys, do you have trouble getting women or ever wonder why she chooses to jerk instead of you? Do you want to know what she really wants in a man? Welcome to SchoolOfDating.com, the site that will teach you how to build confidence and pick up women without losing your self-respect. 
SchoolofDating.com offers live dating shows, free chat line, coaching, and much more. Whether you're single, dating, married, or just need motivation when it comes to women, we'll show you how to get there. SchoolofDating.com. We're more than just a dating site. We're a lifestyle. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and tonight it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features, they're free, so enjoy those on us. Features including our Facebook profile. You can go to facebook.freetalklive.com. And you can become a fan. It's free at facebook.freetalklive.com. Take the startpage.com seven-day challenge. For seven days, use startpage.com instead of your big brother search engine. Experience the difference. You'll get search results aggregated from 12 major search engines, but unlike your old search engine, you'll have complete privacy in your search. You can start the seven-day challenge today. It's startpage.com. All right, let's go to your phone calls here. We started the show out by raving about our uh, seeing the Avatar in IMAX 3D today. It was absolutely fantastic. Make sure you see it. If you can't see it in IMAX, see it in 3D if it's available. It's worth the drive. If you've got to drive for a little ways to, to go see it in 3D, uh, d- definitely go and do it. But it sparked a conversation about uh, the environment and the, the idea that somehow if you are in favor of the environment, you can't be in favor of progress, or if you're in favor of progress, you can't be in favor of the environment, which it's, again, it's a, it's a false dichotomy. It's a false choice. Uh, I'm in favor of having clean water and clean air, and I think that it can all be done through the marketplace, through voluntary interaction, without having the government uh, you know, force its way upon people. And I think that progress can be had through voluntary interaction as well, wherein what happens in the movie is... There's this native uh, tribe on a you know planet somewhere, some worlds away, that humans arrive on and decide, well, we're just going to take that stuff that's underneath your uh, your property there. It's, that, it's that a shame mineral. you built that little uh, Indi- that, that little native village on top of our rare titanium. Or yeah, whatever, since whatever we can't it. convince you to leave, we're just going to destroy your uh, families and destroy your your uh, your homes and and run you out and, and hunt you down. You know, as though that's somehow progress. And I'm sorry, it's not. To me, the, the movie had a very clear message that violence does not solve problems, uh, that it only creates further violence. And uh, the, 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 message, the movie had some great, I, I thought, some very liberty-oriented themes. And there was some real obvious commentary about uh, certain things that the, the U.S. military has done in there. They even used the term shock and awe uh, in, in the actual film. But let's go to your, uh, your thoughts here on the issue of uh, whatever it is you want to talk about, of course. But people are calling in on the environment. Uh, so let's go to Dan, listening in Tampa to start things out. You're uh, listening to WFLA. Hello, Dan. Hey, how you doing? What's on your mind tonight? Uh, well, it's this global warming thing and the, and the environmental impact. It, it's a joke. It's it's just a, it's a running joke. The idea of um, all this green job initiative and turbines and and wind and everything and carbon offsets and I I find it amusing that they're doing all this because it. it it is a way to produce, uh, reduce people to the serf class and institute another aristocracy. Well, and you're already a serf. Well, I think, I, I think there's some confusion going on. If somebody wants to generate power at their house and be uh, off the grid and away from the government-controlled uh, electrical monopoly, I'm for that. Um, if they want to use solar panels, I'm for that. 
I want them to have that power in their life and to be able to do that. Um, in this, you know, is it the most efficient way to get electricity? Probably not. But, but subsidizing it, but, it. But the fact is, the marketplace, the free marketplace where people exchange goods and services and ideas for money, is full of inefficiencies. Look at women's handbags, for God's sake. I mean, if there was an efficient handbag, they'd be one kind of handbag, and all women would carry it. But they don't do that. There's all kinds of inefficiencies in the marketplace because different women want to be want to carry different handbags, and different people should be able to get power in different ways. Well, it, I mean, look, people are people as a as a whole um, are, are 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 individuals. Everyone's different. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's just the way there's. As every woman doesn't want the same handbag. Right. Okay, uh, and that's why that marketplace is set up. But what I'm trying to ascertain and make people understand is this: this is a, you know, my, my, I have a degree in science, and this is a running joke. I'm just curious. Do you know, gentlemen, know where most of the world's oxygen come from? It's uh, probably algae. Algae in the ocean, but the Copenhagen Accord does not address sea dumping. Oh, the Copenhagen Accord. Over- it doesn't over. It does not address overfishing. It doesn't address any of the environmental impacts that are going to impact our oceans. It just. It, it just. It just addresses cutting carbon emissions as a way to redistribute money to third world countries. Absolutely true. And create a whole new tax and regulatory structure that will like increase the, the power yeah, of the state. I mean, does, does anyone really think that these uh, dictators in places like Zimbabwe and the Congo? are going to take that money they're going to give them and build infrastructure in their country, or are they going to put it in their Swiss bank account? They'll do the same I mean, thing they've done with all the aid that the, the American government has uh, forced its people to, thing, to give to them. The worst thing that ever happened to Africa was Greenpeace. Because they went around everywhere and dug wells and turned nomadic people that have lived a herding lifestyle for thousands of years into people that would sit next to the well and that's what deforested most of Central Africa and why the Sahara Desert grew by 35% during the 60s. Because the goats, most of the people that moved around were herders. The goats ate the crops in the general area, and that was it. And they didn't move because that's where the well was. I mean, progress is good, but you, you, you can't, before you have social progress, you've got to have a stable political system in countries that will orchestrate what's the best for the people and not the best for those the ruling class. Well, well the political system, I, I agree with generally with what you're saying. The political system shouldn't orchestrate anything. It shouldn't really be doing anything at all. That's the best I, I, way I to... I agree with you. I, yeah. I, 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 totally, I totally concur with that. Then, I mean, then individuals get to make decisions for themselves as to how to orchestrate their own lives. And, oh, well, wonders right. never cease. The market figures out a way. Thanks for the call and the thoughts tonight, Dan. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. The reason why progress doesn't happen in the places where it's not happening is because of what he was saying. These, these dictators and despots and, uh, and governments essentially prevent it from happening. Oh, well, you want to open up a new business? Well, you're going to have to jump through all these hoops. And it's like that here in this country, too. Well, in, you know, in foreign countries, there's just bribes to pay. Here we have things like, uh, you know, occupational licenses and fees and, and all kinds of things that we call essentially the bribes to the monolith. It's not, it's not quite so ugly. And he uses the, the term stability, and I think that's a good, uh, good description, is our government's more stable, which means that its, its graft and corruption is institutionalized and filed in triplicate. Let's continue and talk to Kyle listening to WSC-FM in South Carolina. Kyle, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, guys. Hey. I was just uh, 
kind of calling just to see what your opinion on uh, nuclear power is with all the options and all the stuff going around of uh, wanting to do solar power, wanting to do more wind power because we don't want to have carbon emissions. Well, I we, heard we recently have... that, and I found it hard to believe, but I heard recently that nuclear power is subsidized uh, by the state, but at the same time it's also heavily regulated in that nuclear plants are not allowed to be built. There hasn't been a nuclear plant built in a couple decades, I think, in this country. Right. So I'm all in favor of whatever works best. Unfortunately, whenever the government's getting involved and moving money around and you know, transitioning wealth from one company or one organization of uh, industry groups to another, whether it's solar or nuclear or whatever it is we're talking about, it throws off the marketplace and the demand, and it throws off us being able to really uh, to advance the power system in this country. Yeah, I've heard nu- nuclear power is some of the cleanest power, but if you take your um, you know your advice as far as uh, what you know what is safe and um, good for the environment from talk show hosts, you're a boob. <laughs> well, well, I think I, I, I know. I'm not saying that you are, but there yeah. are people that are listening that listen to the talk show hosts of America to, and then take their advice. And I'm sure these guys do their best, but they have an agenda. Penn and Teller did a great uh, episode of BS on nuclear power, and it really na- just knocks a bunch of the myths out of the ballpark about it. It really is safe, and it really is effective. Uh, if they would be allowed to build more nuclear plants, we could easily power this. Country. A lot of them are decades and decades old. Oh, and they are, and I've been working with uh, you know, nuclear power for the past seven years with the Navy, and you know, I've been operating this stuff. I know how it works. I know what's safe about it, and you know the stuff that everyone's worried about possibly happening, you know, really can't happen with our kind of with our stuff that we have. Right, there's new safety procedures and things like that that have been developed in other countries, you know, over the last few decades. And all the big, uh, the big scare story about nuclear power is Chernobyl. But that was run by the commies. It was run by the government. I mean, you put the government in charge of something dangerous like that, of course it's going to screw up. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. I think Hitachi uh, over in Japan has come up with a a little miniature nuke plant that can power like an entire city, uh, several city blocks. Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Toll House Refrigerated Cookie Dough. There are a million reasons to bake with Toll House. Find yours at VeryBestBaking.com. Whether it's sweet potatoes on Thanksgiving or burgers on the 4th of July, kids associate certain foods with certain occasions. Family traditions are important to them, so when planning your holiday or birthday menu, keep in mind what they like most and invite the kids to cook up a new food tradition. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Now, that is not the number that you're going to need for our Totasac giveaway that we're going to do sometime tonight. Uh, you'll, you can stay tuned for that. I'll tell you about the Totasac right now, though. It's made of 100% recycled materials right here in the United States, designed to simple all kinds of carrying tasks. I use them to bring back the groceries from the car and I can do it all in one trip with two Totasacks. Uh, they're brilliant little devices. They're life-changing. Uh, you know, I mean, every I, I I rave about these things, and but you know, they how many how often do you go shopping? You you go at least once or twice a week. You have to carry all those bags from the store to the car, from the car to the house. These things change that entire experience. 
You can go to totasack.com to order yourself a family pack, T-O-T-A-S-A-K.com. And stay tuned because, as I say, we'll be giving away a two-pack here tonight. So uh, we'll give you the phone number at the time when we do the giveaway. So wait for that. As we continue with your phone calls, let's go to Mike listening to WXNT in Indianapolis. Mike, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, guys. Hey. Love your show. Love listening to you. What's on your mind? You're on. Hey, I wanted to address your uh, question about the uh, the movie. Um, I agree with you in a very general sense. I think that you can have both progress and favor the environment. Um, where I kind of disagree with you is I, is I find it difficult in the way our system is structured in the United States that free market capitalism is ever good for the environment or anybody other than um, big business. Now, do you, we live in the United States in free market capitalism? Uh, well, not entirely. Entirely? Do we live? Um, do we live halfway in that? Oh, we live a, a great deal in free market capital. See, I don't think we do because I feel like um, we live in some sort of corporatist, um, mercantilist oligarch- oligarchy. Um, because you have to be this big company that gets licensed and subsidized by the co- by the, the 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 government itself, really to compete. Uh, and with- the subsidy is the protection by the ha- by having the license. I mean, it's essentially a way to keep people out of your business. So there's and no to make competition unfair. There's very very little semblance of any free market in uh, in this country. Virtually every business of any significance is regulated by the state, and therefore it doesn't come close to qualifying as a free market. Um, many of these uh, businesses are, are being run by corporations, which are essentially corporate cloaks for individuals that protects them from liability from their actions. So I would agree with actually what his statement was, that under today's system, uh, it's not going to be good for the environment, because all of these people that are out there doing damage have essentially protection from the state because of what they're doing, because they've, they've uh, buddied up with them. And I agree. Again, I think we, we agree halfway. I agree with you about the corporate oligarchy, absolutely, when we're talking about large corporations. Um, but you mentioned the word right, you know, regulated by the state, and I, I just don't see any other answer for reining in corporate greed no, okay, here, let me, let me lay it out for you. Um, number sure. one, get rid of corporations. It's a state-created idea that protects people from liability. That's why corporations exist, because businessmen wanted the state to protect them from being liable for making bad right. choices. I mean, these, these, I mean, money and power beget each other. So the, oh, the, you can't use the apparatus of government against people with money and power because you don't have either. So, um, you know, the, I, the very idea that our government or the people in Copenhagen are going to do what it is in the best interest of people without money or power is absolutely ludicrous. So getting rid of corporations would solve the problem of uh, making businessmen liable again for their actions. And then each individual gets to decide for themselves which businesses to, uh, to support with their dollars. So businesses that hurt people and damage property will have, uh, you know, will, will have liability for what they do. They'll be punished. They'll be put out of business as a result of people. People not giving them their business anymore. Uh, so allowing the marketplace to regulate itself is the best way to have regulations. And, and if you look around, you can see great examples of how this works. Uh, you can see things like the Underwriters Laboratories, which is an excellent uh, real-life 
very significant example of how it is that the marketplace and its self-regulating capacity is keeping people safe. It's not because of the government that the, for instance, that uh, your toaster isn't catching on fire uh, when you, you know, when you turn it on. It's because of underwriters' laboratories is checking out that product before it hits the market to make sure that it's safe to sell to consumers. Because Target and Walmart and the other vendors that Mr. are selling Goodrich. this. Yeah, the, the, uh, that's the, another one. Right. The, 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 the marketplace is in just rife Zaggots, with, consumer with, with reports. all kinds of uh, examples of how it self-regulates, whereas the government's regulations, by and large, really are, are, are really just fees to do business. That makes sense? That makes, a, that makes a lot of sense, and I wish there was a way to change it without going back to square one. But do well, you understand? Well, that's, that's square one. I mean, wouldn't what we're proposing really just be just as easy as uh, put, putting in place a world government system that's going to ruin everything for everyone? It would be just as easy. I just don't see, I just don't see uh, a lot of people buying into it. Well, that's true. It's I not agree with you. It's I, not easy I agree to entirely. And, right. It's know, not easy to sell because the government runs the education system, so they've effectively indoctrinated people into believing, uh, like uh, Creedy says in uh, the movie V for Vendetta, you know, that they need us. And it's not true. Uh, we don't need to have some overarching group of thugs telling everybody what to do. But as far as getting from here to there, it is possible but what it's going to take is some courage on the part of you and I. And it's going to take us getting together and and standing up for freedom and refusing to go along with all of this micromanagement of our lives. The biggest problem that Americans have and the reason why they're getting exactly the government that they deserve is because Americans are a bunch of pushovers. You know, that whatever it is that happens, uh, for instance, this health care debate that uh, people are talking about, there's a, a, a video over at RidleyReport.com that I think just really encompass the the attitude of uh, most Americans, and that is he was interviewing this guy who was very, very anti the government running health care, which is great, you know, great, good, good position to take. And Dave Ridley asked the question, well, if this government health care program goes through, would you consider civil disobedience? You know, like not paying taxes, not obeying the regulations, not going along with their demands. And the guy looked dumbfounded and shocked that uh, that Dave Ridley would even suggest something like that. And his response, and I'm paraphrasing, his response was, well, no, no, the system we're in, if it passes, I'll just have to go along with it. And that's why we're where we are today, because people just right. go along with it. You're right, and it's, uh, it's the Christmas addicts dilemma. You need somebody to move first, I guess. Well, we've moved to New Hampshire uh, from Florida, Mark <laughs> and myself, as part of the Free State Project, and uh, we invite you, if you love liberty, that is, to go to freestateproject.org to learn more about it. It's a deliberate intent of people to move to the same place and get together to get active for freedom. And we're seeing political action, we're seeing civil disobedience, we're seeing non-cooperation, and it's, it's already started to make a difference with only a few hundred people having made the move so far. So think about that. Uh, think about what could possibly happen when you get 20,000 people together all in the same general geographic vicinity to so finally say no to the government. I mean, can you imagine? Oh, a bar of Alice's restaurant. That's right. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you for it. the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you, Mike, at 800-259-9231. You know, uh, the, the Republican and Democrat talk shows out there, they have a solution to the problem. Vote for our guys. Right. Vote for the red team. Vote for the blue team. And that'll fix it. Uh, you know, I, I was for that red team mentality up until about 2000, 2001, when I saw, maybe 2002, when I saw what George Bush was doing. 
it, to me, he was he was Bill Clinton all over. He was more of, he was a better Democrat than Bill Clinton could have ever have been. And um, you know, so I'm like, whoa, I'm done with that. I'm I am through with with Republican Democrat bullcrap back and forth seesaw the growth of the government. And at that point, what's the choice? Vote for the libertarian? Oh man. I, I can't say that I don't vote for the libertarian when I have the opportunity if to. If voting changed anything, it'd be illegal. Yeah, but you know, the libertarian has a tough time getting voted in as a dog catcher. Well, at least at a federal level. I'll hand it to you, Mark, that you're correct that on a more local level it can actually have some effect. But the federal voting? Come on. It, <laughs> what? Right. On, Do you think you could change on, the Maybe on a local DC? level. But I just where I was in in Florida, that wasn't going to happen. No, that you know, I no, I, what? nothing's going to change uh, just by voting alone. I don't right. think that's ever going to change. The founding anything. fathers uh, who set this country up didn't get liberty in this country by complaining about it. Yeah, they complained a great deal. Americans are good at that, and you know, the the complaints went unheard. You, they owned King George owned them. Protest he all you want. Them. They can protest all they want as long as they pay their taxes. That's right. Alexander Haig from the Reagan administration. And the fact is, the United States government owns you. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to put out the Federal Reserve notes, that this, this debt currency, based and, and be able to pay it back based on your labor. They're taking loans out. How do they get their money? Taxes. How do they get their taxes? A, a tax on your labor. If they can take a certain amount of your labor, they own you. Oh, Mark, you can't fight City Hall. Let's just go along to get along. I, I understand why people do it. Look, I, I, I might very well do what the government says if it comes uh, down to getting thrown in jail. But don't think that it's going to change. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. There's only so much jail space, though. You can bring up anything here. Hour number two is on the way. If you're on the line, we'll get to you. 800-259-9231. Plus, uh, we've got, Mark, you've got something about sex and casual sex and relationships. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that if we get a chance. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're back with hour number two. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. That's 1-800-259-9231. And tonight it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. 
So is there more to say, Mark, about the, uh, the, the, the movie we saw today, Avatar, which pretty much sparked a conversation about the environment that lasted for the uh, entire first hour of, of the show? Is there anything else that, uh, that we should touch on? That people of, are really worried. The themes, well, perhaps? People, uh, of the themes of Avatar yeah. or the environment in Avatar. general? Avatar. Um, I, I think that, I think that if one is going to respect property rights in the modern day world, one can't uh, discount how property rights have been violated by uh, people in the past. And by that, I mean, uh, you know, not only in the areas of Israel, Cuba, but right here in the United States, the fact is that the Indians, yeah, yeah they, they took land that belonged to other people through subterfuge, uh, fraud, force and whatever it took. And, you know, it's not right. And saying it's right doesn't make it right. Let's go to your phone calls here. Uh, you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Let's go to Charlie listening in Gainesville. Charlie, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, uh, I just wanted to talk about marijuana for a few minutes. One I of could. my favorite topics. It, is it? Ever? Oh, right. Well, <laughs> I just wanted to, to let you guys know I just purchased uh, a little bit, uh, two grams, in fact, um, about 15 minutes ago. And I wanted to talk about uh, the black market and how how much uh, the, the drawbacks that, that there is as well, as well as the benefits. Oh, there sure are drawbacks. By all means, go right ahead. What well, are the benefits? Uh, I want to talk about... Well, the benefits are I don't, I'm not giving any money to the government. Okay, it's true. You know, I mean, I, I know the guy that I'm purchasing from. You know, he, he he's a dad. He has two kids, and he actually coaches his daughter's basketball team. He's not a bad guy. But I don't care about giving him $20 every once in a while. I, I agree with you on that, but he has to, to pay money in order to get that uh, the weed, too. And some weed is – weed isn't nearly as, as big of an aggressor as, uh, say, cocaine, heroin, opium. But if you look at those drugs, um, you know, where they come from – You'll often find essentially what you find in most agrarian societies, slave labor, uh, you know, harvesting these things for rich overlords. And so to some extent, buying that stuff perpetuates slave labor. Depends. It could come from a could. local grower. You never, you never opium? know. The, the, the oh, opium? You just muted yourself. Well, well, I am in a college town, and homegrown is pretty popular here. So Weed. Weed now, of course, well, well, now, of course, I can't guarantee where mine comes from, but... You know, I, I, there are plenty of homegrown strains around where I live. Right, but the fact that it comes, if it's coming from some sort of uh, vicious drug uh, cartel, that's only a result of prohibition. It wouldn't be that way in the absence of prohibition. So yes. what, are the ne- what, are, what are some of the negatives you wanted to point out? Well, the negatives were, I mean, you don't necessarily have a set, um, uh, like, like, for example, if there were a store, if I, if I wanted to join a rolled, prepared joint at 9 in the morning, I could waltz right in, you know, put my dollar, dollar fifty down like you do in Amsterdam, and get my roll of joint. Mm-hmm. Now, with my guy, he operates on a different schedule. I, I can't really call him before noon or, you know, between six and eight. Yeah. So I have like a, I have like a little window there to get what I want, but I also have to work, and and sometimes that involves working in the evenings, and that means that I can't, you know, get what my product. Sure. Sure, it's it's, so, you know, it's not the most so, convenient of uh, of setups. No, 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 certainly not. You're and at the, the mercy is, of uh, of the black marketeers and when they want to make it available to you. And one of the biggest problems, I mean, just to interject here from my experiences, uh, it, you know, in the working in the uh, the purchasing in the underground, 
is that if they don't if if they don't call you back, oh well, you can't really do anything about it. If you don't have somebody else you can go to, if you've got a handful of dealers, then your odds are better. Uh, but some people don't have more than one. So if their one dealer is just not available or MIA for whatever reason not answering his phone, you're out of luck. You don't have any other options uh, that you can go to, or or they'll make promises that they don't keep, like oh yeah, such and such is coming in on this date, and then it's five weeks later that it actually comes in if it ever comes in that kind of thing yeah yeah exactly but of course that's just one thing i mean to to address what you were saying that's just a, um an artifact of prohibition to begin with oh all of this you know? is art are artifacts of prohibition right. is all you have to do prohibition acts the same way whether we're whether you're talking about a mind-altering substance or not there in florida raw milk is uh, outlawed for human consumption you have people skulking about dairies trying to get raw milk because they believe it's better for them i drink it i believe it's better for for you i don't know we talked about a story the other week where there was a raw milk deal done in a parking lot somewhere right and they the, the government comes after these people it's absolutely ludicrous now in florida just to show how you how people do get around these things you can sell raw milk for pet consumption so some places pet stores and things like that will sell it it's very very strange but this is how prohibition works yeah it's very cloak and dagger i can't tell you how many times i've purchased marijuana in a parking lot it somewhere. works that way at uh, one o'clock in the morning when they lock the, the the cabinets on the the beer too you know people people stock up ahead of time they'll they'll go to different towns it's just it's absolutely mind-boggling they'll pay more at uh package stores it's nuts did you want to share more with us um, well, I also wanted to ask you a question about intellectual property. Okay, sure. Well, um, I, I'm a recently uh, minted uh, voluntarist. I used to be an objectivist. And ah, interesting. One of the, I, I know, yeah, one of the problems that I'm still grappling with is the idea of intellectual property because it, it seems to me that, and I'm coming up on a dead zone, so I'm gonna, let me just ask my question real quick, and I'll, and I'll listen on the podcast tomorrow. All right. Um, it, it seems to me that in order to make something yours, in order to make it your property, like say, Stefan Molyneux likes to use the desert island uh, example. Like, if there's a coconut in the tree, it's of no value to you unless, of course, unless somehow you can expropriate it to your use. You know, unless you have a means of getting it and bringing it down and using it, it can't be of any value. Mm -hmm. And so, it seems to me that that you use the same sort of process, but it's it's your mind, it's your means of cognition that's involved. Like when you make a piece of music, that thing is yours. You don't you don't necessarily own the individual notes. But those notes in that order, in that particular sequence, is yours. You know, okay. I, I, and I don't know how that would be dealt with in a volun- in a purely voluntary society. That doesn't I, necessarily mean I'm I'm against it. It's just right. something that I'm having a hard time. With. I think that if you want to have uh, into the idea of intellectual property in a free market world, that it would be up to you and other innovators to come up with ways to keep that property, if you will, those ideas protected, somehow keep them from being uh, utilized in inappropriate ways by other people. But as far as I'm concerned, as soon as you let your little musical ditty out of your head and onto a paper somewhere, or you play it in a bar, or you play it somewhere for other people to hear, it really isn't yours any longer, in that you don't have, 
you do not, in my opinion, have the right to stop me from listening to you play your little song and then me going in, which I can't do this, I have no musical ability whatsoever, so I'm a, one of the reasons I'm a talk show host, uh, for, for preventing me from playing those exact same notes in the exact same order on my own guitar. So I don't think you have any claim over what I can do with your idea when I get a hold of it legitimately. If you can somehow hold back that information or contract people to not use it in certain ways, I think you should be free to attempt to do that. I just don't know if that'll be cost prohibitive for you or not. I'm not sure what the market will come up with in those ways, but I would leave it to the marketplace to innovate in uh, in that manner. All right. Well, I really appreciate it. Y'all have a great evening. Um, hopefully, I'll be uh, up for the Liberty Forum. But uh, Oh, yeah. We'll talk about a little bit more about that here coming up tonight. Thanks for the call, dude. I appreciate it and look forward right. to seeing you then. Mark, did you want to yeah, jump in yeah, on this? I think that I think intellectual property absolutely exists, but I don't think it exists in the same realm as regular property. It exists in the same realm as rights. Uh, like you have to have agreements. It's yeah, it's it's an idea, and uh, you know I I understand if you come up with the greatest idea ever, whether it's uh you know you make a a big budget. Hollywood movie, and then you know they're selling it on the streets, uh, DVD, burn DVD copies on the streets, and not giving you a, a piece of it. It seems wrong, but you know the the uh, you can create interlocking agreements with, and I'm sure they they have these with the movie theaters that uh, that that sell them, and then if um, that you know purvey these these movies, and then if uh, some, one of their employees fails to abide by their their rules and then you know expropriates this movie they've stolen if they've yeah, uh, violated what's the contract Jim Cameron going to get out of uh, the projectionist at uh, the local movie theater I, I think that no, nothing significant the, 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 the projectionist re- needs to realize that he can he can cause more damage he can incur more debt than he can pay off in a relatively short True. period of time. And his reputation and he can needs, be damaged he needs to be he needs to he needs to compensate people for that there's more coming up here it is free talk live Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL is in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. we got the features there, and they're all for you free. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their websites. Enjoy ours on us at freetalklive.com. At Manchester Brewing, prayer, war- prayer warriors are standing by 24-7 to intercede with Lord Elvis on your behalf. Manchesterbrewing.com. All right, we continue taking your phone calls about what you want. Let's go to Fred, listening in Flint to WCK. Fred, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. Hey, Fred. Welcome aboard. Hey, thanks. What's uh, on so I'm going to have to move up there. Uh, you guys are, are kind of like my extended family. Oh, uh, gosh, yeah, thanks. It's, it's amazing. Uh, we're spirits of the same... Of the same venue, the same wisdom and intellect, I've got what I'm calling my spirit of Christmas download. Um, I do have, this is out of a resource catalog a friend of mine provided me via the uh, mail. Uh, and um, 
I don't know if I should mention the source. Maybe you don't want me to. So I'll just go to the, uh, it's called It's an Illusion. This is the title of a, a DVD. It's an Illusion, the Lawful Rebellion Conference. Uh, it, it speaks to this grand deception uh, and a whole new paradigm of liberty. Uh, and here's what they say about the tricksters who set up this system of uh, uh, deception, manipulation, exploitation. It says governments are private corporations that are officially listed as incorporated for-profit corporations on Dun and Bradstreet, okay? And they state when you're actually voting, you're voting for a corporate uh uh, dictators that have only one goal to maximize their profit and that the countless rules, policy, statutes are designed for that purpose. And then they state that a, a statute is nothing more than a legislative rule of society given the force of law by the implied consent of the governed, meaning there's no actual informed consent. Everyone just caves in under threat, duress, coercion, uh, that mm-hmm. if you don't do this or that, uh, you're going to jail, you're going to be fined, etc. I think that what you've said so far is all generally true, with the exception of perhaps the private corporations in that they, they are municipal corporations, they're slightly different. But otherwise, I think everything you've said is fairly accurate. I'm wondering, though, is this uh, this website that you're, out, that you're talking about, is it purporting uh, that there is some sort of magical solution to this? Because a lot of them make that claim, and then you know they want you to pay hundreds of dollars to find out what it is, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. No, no, that, this is the beauty of of this resource, uh, because what it is, it's a it's a compendium of uh, the whole spectrum of subject matter uh, with people who um, were previously like this guy, confessions of an economic hitman guy by the name of Perkins, mm-hmm. John Perkins. Boy, if you could ever interview this guy, because he does do interviews. I've heard this. And he talks about the uh, United States government using its economic warfare uh, projects that are all covertly uh, perpetrated through the uh, CIA uh, uh, to build its empire and dominate uh, the world. In fact, uh well, let's see, uh, what he says is, uh, oh, yeah, NSA, the No Such Agency, uh, is primarily responsible for in- enticing the uh, corruptible leaders of third world countries uh, to take out, uh, you know, a... a, a, a they take out lo- loans and then they can't pay them back and then the, the, the feds basically end up owning them, right? That's the idea? The I, specifically, he states it's the it's the IMF, the Bank of England, the World Bank, and so they go right. in there. And what what he says here, this is the damning thing. He was used as one as as like the the economic hitman. If they wouldn't if they wouldn't uh, you know pony up to their 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 debt obligations, uh, then uh, and he uses the examples of uh, the Panamanian leader. Uh, and then right, there are example after example, and I've heard right. of the book, and I've, I've seen the guy the Confessions of an Economic, economic Hitman. Hitman. Right, right. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, I, I don't disagree with any of the stuff that, that that's really said in it. Um, you know, I, 
there clearly are when you're talking about that level of money and that level of power um you know there there clearly are all kinds of subterfuge that go go on but the people that pay for it when these uh when these third world dictators i'm sure it's not too difficult to get them to take the 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 initial payoff and then you know it's not like they're on the hook for it their people are and that's really the problem the problem is is that we have a a system essentially countries are essentially slave farms i mean admittedly you're not talking about slavery as it existed 150 years ago but when they own these people and their their tax dollars and their labor well they're still a partial slave to the person to the to the uh, government fred i want to thank uh, thank you again what was the uh, what what's the website you're on there well, let me let me. There's one other video because you asked me what about solutions, okay? Yeah. And here is a video uh, done by a guy who lost his child, uh, his two-year-old child, because somebody alleged child abuse. You know, uh, you might be spanking your child or something, or maybe not. And the child just uh, abruptly, you know, shouts or yells and some. Anyhow, so this led the guy on an odyssey of discovery on how this. Uh, Supposedly, justice system, uh, you know, safeguards uh, everyone's best interest. So it, it culminated. Here's what he, the video here is called: "Security of the Person." Robert Menard uh, from thinkfree.ca. It's actually not his first video. He did a few others. Bursting Bubbles of Government Deception is one of them, and there's another one out there. And he puts them all up on uh, Google Video for people to see for free. It's fascinating, it's fascinating stuff. In fact, we've had Robert Menard on this program. Uh, if you want to see that, you can go to guest or listen to it, rather. You can go to guest.freetalklive.com, and we've got our interview with him up there. The thing I like about Robert Menard is that uh, his ideas are very interesting and he's one of those guys that's willing to put them out there up front without charging hundreds of dollars like a lot of these and uh, he practices them and talks about their real life um, application right now whether or not that's actually going to do anything to keep you out of a cage i think robert menard would be the first person to tell you that if you apply the things that he says the ideas about you know essentially opting out of this government society and and you know creating your own society uh it's risky and that there's very well a cold cage waiting for you for taking these uh, these risks, but that's what we need to do is start taking some risks in general. I'm not saying that his uh, approach is going to work exactly right because he's here, he's in Canada, we're here in the United States, and the systems are slightly different. Uh, but I think the uh, the general idea of going ahead and 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 making it clear that you don't consent to what this government is doing to you, right? Take you know, I mean, even this, the level of resist, resistance of going to uh, traffic court and taking the traffic ticket. Through the system. Don't take the plea bargain. Don't pay off, pay them off. But what would be most useful is to get people together. As you were saying, you wanted to come up here, and I highly uh, encourage it. And thank you, Fred, uh, for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the Free State Project's Liberty Forum. It's a great opportunity to come up and check out uh, New Hampshire. Right now, though, I want to get, uh, do a giveaway. The Tota Sack, T-O-T-A-S-A-K dot com. You call in at, uh, you call in at uh, darn it, 603-435-1105 is the number. Caller 2 wins. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com.
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Saturday edition of the program. Take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line tonight. It's Ian with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. And you know what? I totally blew the Totasac giveaway, Mark. I gave out uh, a phone number that hasn't been working for a few days, and I was... I just blew it. So we're going to do it a little differently. Uh, let's do it. You want to do it email? Yeah, that sounds time? fine. Have them send a tote sack. You, you can, send right, an email right. to Mark. Send an email to me at mark at freetalklive.com. I'll take the, the fourth email that comes in on in as far as the list goes, uh, you know, so the the fourth one that comes in at mark at freetalklive.com, that's with a K, even though you can send it to a C because it doesn't really matter. I have both of them mm. just in case somebody doesn't know. But um, and uh, you, you know, get a two pack of the Tota set. Yeah, just the f- fourth email. I'll send back. I'll get your name, address, and telephone number, and all that stuff. I'll, I'll let you know. So go. Right. So we continue taking your phone calls because that's the point of the program. Allow you to take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever you want, and we'll start things out here with Dave listening to WFLA in St. Pete, Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Dave. Hey, how you doing? What's on your mind tonight, Dave? Doing great. I like your show. Thank you. Thank go you. ahead. Uh, I've got a story though. Problem. Actually, two problems. One with the uh, judicial system here in Pinellas County, in uh, Florida, and another with uh, being medicated at a state mental hospital without a court order. And I've got all the documentation. I've notified uh, the Tallahassee bureau chiefs of the Miami Herald and the St. Pete Times, and uh, the the guy with the biggest cojones at uh, the Tallahassee Democrat. I've got all the state-generated documentation to prove that I was illegally medicated while I was in the uh, Florida State Hospital. Nobody wants to report this. I've contacted seven oversight agencies to this hospital. So they Baker-acted you? They forced you into uh, hospital treatment? Well, the story starts in a judicial sense. I I was a neighbor of a uh, sheriff, and uh, he got me arrested for burglarizing his house. Were you? Yeah, which Did you never occurred. It okay. never occurred. There were eyewitnesses to the fact that the burglary never occurred, but the eyewitnesses were never deposed. The public defender told me that uh, I would take my choice of 21.9 months in prison or he would render me incompetent and I would never see a trial. And I said, all you got to do is depose the eyewitnesses and there will, won't be a charge, much less. He says, well, I'm not going to defend you in front of, against two cops. So I spent 49 months waiting trial. I went to... Uh, two different state mental hospitals. And when I was at the big one, which is Florida State Hospital in Chattahoochee, I was there the for 200... Florida State Hospital in Chattahoochee. The Florida. Hooch. It is yeah. affectionately referred to as the Hooch. Yeah, they told me I wouldn't be eligible for discharge unless I voluntarily took medication. I said, uh, wow. what's, my men- what's my mental illness symptom? And they said, uh, refusal to take medication. <laughs> and I said, no, that's an issue. That's not a symptom. Refusal said, to take well, the plea bargain. You need medication. Uh, you must be yeah. crazy if you don't take our deal. So they went ahead and uh, got a psychiatrist to deem me uh, psychotic, mm. and they injected me with the Bilify for seven days. Oh, and I looked up the laws, and the law says he had 48 hours to get a judge's signature, but the, these injections continued for 168 hours. I've got all the hospital-generated documentations, the, uh, the physician orders for seven days in a row, and I took this to the state attorney, Willie Meggs, there in uh, Leon County, and he said he's going to defer the opinion to the Department of Health. The Department of Health is uh, 
run by uh, Surgeon General Viamonte Ross. I faxed her 90 pages of hospital-generated documentation that there was a verifiable felony committed by psychiatrist at the state hospital. She deferred her opinion to an underling. The underling cited Florida State Statute 916, which says they have 48 hours to get a judge's signature, and said that uh, they saw no uh, violation of the law. Of course not. They'll, they'll never hold themselves accountable. They're, they're all well, buddies, you know. They're, they're all interested in protecting one another and not uh, taking any liability for their actions or any of their own laws that they break. When you break one of their rules, they come down like a hammer. Uh, but when one of them breaks their own rules, if they, even, if they even admit to it, it's usually just a tap on the hand. Well, it's unacceptable, and I'm thinking maybe you guys have a uh, have an, an idea for me on how I can get this story uh, in the media. Because no media I've contacted will touch it. It's You've like it. they don't want to lose their invitation to the state agency. You got it. Party. You got it. That's exactly what it is. I think a conflict is. of interest of some kind. Either they're scared well, what it is, or, is they're, number or they're, they want to ruin their party. Time. That's, that's what it is. It's the, these media organizations live off of the press releases and the information that they get from the various different government agencies that they talk to. So if all of a sudden they start getting too critical, you know, they're allowed to be a little critical here and there especially from time about to sex, time. Especially about, especially about political candidates when no one has actually taken power yet. But uh, gen- generally, though, they are very deferential to politicians once they're in office. They're very deferential, uh, especially to the police and to uh, right. these other agencies. A government, uh, a new, a government uh, press release is news not the opposing story to the press release just the press release that's the news Here's so what i'd like to do go ahead i'd like to uh, if you guys will give me a fax number i'd like to let you guys have possession of the documents that i have well, there's nothing we can do for right, you man. this is a call i realize that it's a call in line we're, we're a talk show that allows anybody to call about anything and we've like, got we've done that and my recommendation would be to put up put up a youtube video um write uh, write letters to the editors all over this uh, you know all of the newspapers over the state of florida Re- those are more likely to get reference yeah. the YouTube video, uh, send people to it, and that's the best I can. I, you know, the best thing you can try to do is make something viral. Otherwise, thanks for having your show. No, thank okay. you for uh, for calling and telling the story. I, I hope it would, if you want to, you don't have a website right now, right? You don't have any way Correct. to get. That would be a good thing to do. Yeah, YouTube, be... uh, put up a blog, and on that blog you can post those documents, put them up in you know PDF or JPEGs or something like that. That way people can get this information, make it easy to. understand understand a lot of people that have gone through a, a really traumatic situation want to just dump all of that information in one place and then you end up getting this web page that just scrolls and scrolls and scrolls and scrolls so you want to make it easy for people to understand you've you've explained it fairly succinctly here on the air tonight and keep that same mindset when you're building uh your blog site and i think those are two things that you can do to where once you st- I, I would say build the blog site, put the YouTube video up first, then start doing the you know the writing the letters to the editor, start doing the promotions, reach out to individual reporters, reach out to the editors at the papers as well, and maybe you'll get a bite when you can make it easy for them to uh, to go and see uh, what is what is going on. But if all that fails, I'd say if you love freedom, get the hell out of Florida, join the Free State Project, and uh, and come on up here. Thanks for the call tonight, and good luck.
800-259-9231. I feel so bad uh, for for people that you know are in situations like that, and I I know how difficult it can be to get the media to to report on their government uh, you know overlords, for be- lack of a better term. The- well, well, if they're too critical. Then the public information officer at the local sheriff's department, they're too critical of the sheriff. The PIO is not going to give them another interview. And then they're going to look bad when they are compared to the other organizations that are still getting interviews from uh, the sheriff's department. And this is a very re- real situation where if, you're, if the news agencies are too critical of the state, the state cuts them off. And they believe that they need the state for, uh, to, uh, to create their news. They believe that they need to have their politicians on the show and they need to have the, the head bureaucrats on to, to somehow appear legitimate. I think that a great news organization is one that is questioning the state at all times and one that is very critical and one that isn't afraid to call them That's out of the That's the carpet. idea of a free press from the beginning, but unfortunately it didn't really work out. Um, I, we Maybe they a, never really tried it. We have a we have a co-host here on the show that it happened to. He yes. had a, he had a show. He was critical. A radio of the, show. Yeah, he had a radio show. He was critical of the uh, the local, state, and and federal politicians and the uh, people that own the station. Said, look, you don't get enough politician interviews. Hey, hey, we're not getting come, any ad dollars now. They, they hey, don't well, have. They don't want. Uh, they don't want you to come here because you know the. They're not the, buying political ads because your show's on our station, so we're going to cut your show off. That's what happened to him. It's indeed what happened. Toll-free number 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. It is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves. 1-800-259-9231. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything if you dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. And you can... By the way, Mark, did you get the winner on that contest yet? I have it. Yeah. You do? Okay, so no need to send Mark any further emails at uh, at this point. But stay tuned, because more Totasac giveaways will be done, not tonight, but uh, coming up this week. We've got at least another one for you, maybe two. Uh, so, more to come here. Your calls are the primary element at 800-259-9231. You can join us, by the way, on our website at freetalklive.com. We had a gentleman earlier mention that he wishes he could get the show. He's listening, I think, in Indianapolis, uh, where we're on Saturday nights, but they're not on, they don't take our weekday show, and he was mentioning how he'd like to have us weekdays. Which is possible. The show is on 18 hours a week, six nights a week. We are live, taking your calls. And if you don't get it all six nights a week, all 18 hours uh, on your local radio station, give them a call. Thank them for every bit they do carry, if they carry the show. And then ask them to carry some more free talk live. It's it's important to show appreciation uh, before you ask for something. Right. I I managed a radio station. I can tell you the cranky people didn't get as much uh, you know as much deference from me as uh, the nice people did. So, uh, we'll continue here. 800-259-9231. Going to Jack, listening in Tampa to WFLA. Jack, you're on Free Talk Live. Jack, in Tampa? Go uh, on. Yes. You're yes. on the air? Yes, I am. Go ahead. On January 26th, a federal judge in New York City will have Mr. Obama's trial for his birth certificate. 
Okay, and what uh, will that result I, in? I have no idea. It's a final trial on it. It's on the Internet. Uh, the Internet is uh, WorldNet Daily. Uh, dot, it's WND.com slash proven. And it's the final trial. It would be indexed. All right. So, what do you think? What do you th- I understand that there's this big movement out there of people that are real concerned about is Obama an American citizen? Let's hold his I feet saw, to the flames. I saw his birth certificate. It's on the internet. Okay. So what? So he was what? Born, he was born uh, Barack Hussein Obama, eight five nineteen fifty one. Okay. And where was he born? In uh, Kenya, Ding Village, Nasa. You, you N- think? N-Y-A-S-A. They, they hand out birth certificates in, in uh, these villages in, in Kenya? I don't think they handle out. you gotta have you got to be born to get them. In Hawaii, during the time of his, uh, in 1951, uh, a dog could get a birth certificate in Hawaii. So what is it that you think will, I mean, let, let's presume the court decides in the way that you want them to and that uh, Obama was born in Kenya. What do you it's think? I, it's not what I want. Is they should take them out. Uh, they should. What do, what do you, you want? want? I don't want anything. I want the court to rule the proper way. They should take the presidency away from them. Then take what? Them. Put them in jail. Then what? What's the what's what's wait, the punishment? Wait, wait. Then what? What do you mean? Then what? Well, what then? What happens after Obama gets? Surely put in jail? somebody's going to be president. Who's going to be president? Well, the next guy in line. Who's that? I guess uh, Joe Plugs. And that's going to be good? I have no idea, but you can't have somebody that's counterfeit in there, can you? (laughs) What's the difference? I mean, they're all the same, aren't they? Aren't you wasting a lot of energy and thought uh, thought power and time on this? I'm not wasting nothing. A person happened to tell me about it. I looked it up. I see. Nobody's talking about it. Well, there's this big movement. Maybe you're not part of it, but there's this big movement of people. They call themselves the birthers, and they're very, very concerned about this. And I understand if you think that something actually can change in Washington, D.C., that you would somehow believe that by rearranging the deck chairs and putting one politician in place of another politician is somehow going to make things different, but it doesn't seem that it's going to make a damn bit of difference at all. I think it may get their attention to do things right. Do things right. Uh, how? Look, I understand what you're saying by do things right is follow their own rules, but they don't do that ever. They never follow their own rules. Otherwise, the Constitution would actually mean something to them, and, and it doesn't. Either that or the Constitution has absolutely authorized all of the things, and they have been following their own rules the entire time. But uh, it, it seems to me that if they wanted to do things right, they should do what's right and stop hurting people. How's that sound? There was an article in the uh, National Enquirer about Mr. Obama being a homosexual and having... You didn't even answer my question. I asked you a question about them doing the right thing in that they should stop hurting people. They should follow the Constitution, sir. Well, maybe they are following the Constitution. Are you you in Florida, by the way? I was. I used to live my my entire life, 26 years ago. I'm a senior citizen. I'm in uh, Mr. Obama's senior health care death camp down here. Okay. When he's done with us. 
Look, I am not in favor of what Barack Obama does. He's a thug just like George W. Bush was a thug, just like Bill Clinton was a thug, just like all of the presidents before him were all thugs, just men in search of power over others. Wasn't it about time to stop somebody that's not legit? None of them are legit. Do you understand that? It's never legitimate. It's never legitimate to enact violence and threats of force on your neighbors. We never had a president that that wasn't born in our country. I don't want any of them. I don't care where they were born. They're forcing themselves on people. They're using threats of violence and aggression against peaceful people. Don't you think that's wrong, sir? Well, definitely. Okay. So why are you piddling around about where one of them was born? They're all gangsters. I'm only making you aware of it. That's all. I'm well aware of it, and it matters nothing to me. But I appreciate the call. Thanks for making oh. it. 800-259-9231. I don't care where the head gang member was born. I care about what I care about is whether or not they're using aggression against people. And they all do. All of them. Well, I, I concur with you that uh, it doesn't really matter whether Barack Obama's in charge or Joe Biden or, honestly, John McCain. As far as I'm concerned, they all stink. Absolutely. All the choices stink. However, I do have a... What else stinks is a uh, you know a president that won't show his real live birth certificate. The, the Whatever. Thing, I, 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 Who cares? Like you said, you even said, if he gets bumped out or put in a jail cell, then all whatever the hell his name is, the VP gets you put were, in. If you were the president of the United States of America, Ian, let's assume that, poof, that happened. And they said, well, we don't believe you could be the president. Show us your birth certificate. Would you not show it to him or would you show it to him? Uh, look, I wouldn't be the president. I understand, but what if you got elected? I understand elected? what you're saying. What if you saying? didn't run and still got Listen elected? Listen to all of, the, uh, all of the, the effort that you're putting into even speaking these I'm words. I'm not putting any Who effort cares? into anything. I'm just telling you, the man's a gosh darned liar. So's the other guy. But he's... So's the guy that will come after him. The, what, ooh, what a shock. The politician that runs the, the government in the, the, no, Washington, D.C. is a liar. Uh, if we kick him out of office, which, fine, go ahead, kick him out of office. Then you get Joe... I think we need more presidents kicked out of office. Who is the vice president? I don't even know. Joe Biden. Is, Joe Biden. I, I, think that they, I think more of them need to be kicked out of office. Right, because that's going to happen. Well, I don't think it's going to happen. Look what Bill Clinton did. But don't Clinton you think it's wrong out? for the man not to show his birth certificate? If it that was, was wrong the rules for of the Bill game? Clinton to lie to uh, about the whole Monica thing. He didn't get kicked out. It was wrong for George it was W. Wrong Bush for them to, to tell ask lies. him uh, what he was doing. It uh, was wrong for all of them to lie. They all lie about different things. This is one thing that they've let this one has lied about. Okay, you caught him in a lie. It's one of the simple rules of the Constitution, okay? There, are, there aren't very many. If you want to run for the chief executive office, mm-hmm. you need to be a natural-born citizen. Now, the, the Supreme Court has not ruled as to what that is. I don't know where the man was born. I don't know any of that. However, if the guy, you know, to me, it stinks to high heaven that he won't show his birth certificate. I would agree with you, Mark, if I gave a damn. Well, look but at you arguing about how it doesn't give a damn. And it doesn't matter. You keep trying to explain to me like it should matter, and it doesn't matter. I don't matter. care either, Ian. Okay, then let's move on and talk to Frank, listening to WCER in Canton. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Frank. Hi. Hey, that's why I like you guys. You called it all truthfully. They, they were all a bunch of gangsters. A thug thugs. is a thug is a thug. I don't care what plot of land they were born. I like that. You're right about those things. Hey, we have a lot more behind them, too, but I have a... Yeah. I, I you're, like you say, you know, we got a lot of gangsters and thugs in Washington. Hey, um, but what I wanted to say is, and what I wanted to ask, I wanted to make the statement, I'm very anti-war. Uh, Me too. 
and 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 taking over other people's countries and putting them into submission and forcing uh, uh, a capitalist democratic regime. <laughs> I'm anti <laughs> any force forcing anyone to do anything unless they yeah, agreed to gangster thugs. Anyhow, so my understanding is I heard the other day that the projected cost, and I, I want to get this out to American and listeners, the projected cost for this war, and I didn't catch if it was just for Afghanistan or for Iraq and Afghanistan, is a projected $40 billion for this next year coming, okay? Mm. It's been That's over a trillion I, so far for all of the shenanigans, right? And uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I'd like to hear out there from people because it's costing Americans and, and our country. That's right. I'd like to find out how much it's cost America in money from the time of shock and awe till this present time. You know what, It's that's a good question, but it's more than just the money. It's also the opportunity costs and the billions of dollars that would have could have been in our hands that we could have done things with that would have actually been productive rather than destructive. Thanks for the call. Hour 3 is coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet! And get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves. Dial on in toll-free. It's the live Saturday edition, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. And tonight, it's Ian and a very, very sick... Mark. Uh, yes. I don't, I'm not sick. I, I feel you fine. You sound sick. I sound terrible. Yeah. Uh, and you've been blowing your nose and coughing, and you've got a cough button, so most people aren't, aren't able to hear how often you're coughing. Anyway, we'll continue here and talk to Mike, listening in our very own Keene, New Hampshire, to WKBK. Hey, Mike. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, you're on the air. How you guys doing? Super. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I'd like to uh, comment a little bit on the uh, the movement uh, to uh, move to uh, New Hampshire. Certainly. I thought it was quite interesting when I was talking with one of the people from the movement, and they said they reason that they... Uh, decided on uh, New Hampshire was because it was the least corrupt state. And I would like to bring, point out a few things about uh, New Hampshire, particularly the state government. I'd like you to know that it's totally infested with parasites. Sure. And I mean parasites, people who have never had a real job. What's the nature of the state? Is, what? That's the nature of government. Right, but these people have never, ever had a real job. All they've ever done is suck off their system and the reason that they only pay $100 a year to be a, a legislator up there is so that uh, good people 
honest people, people that have to work for a living, you know, just, just couldn't afford to do it. So this is why it's all infested with former school teachers, uh, a policemen, uh, government, any kind of a county official, so on and so forth. The only reason that they're there is to protect their own retirement. Well, point of information, Mike. I mean, paying legislators more doesn't give you better quality. I can tell you that is absolutely the case. Yeah, there's no evidence that that, that has worked in any other state. What you're but seeing I do there... understand the com- I do understand your complaint. We even even though we don't pay that much for legislators, we still get a bunch of uh, people who have been you know working inside. They're they're comfortable in the state apparatus. Right. It Mike. attracts busybodies. I mean, positions of power like that are going to attract people that that wish to wield it. Uh, and if you pay more, then it just attracts those that are, you know, looking for more money out of wielding that power. So. Yeah, but see, the point that I'm making with it, it's so infested. It's so infested with, with these former government employees because no person, right, unless you were, had made your living by sucking off the government, right, not a real job, you're never going to be able to ever make a change in this state. The only thing way you're going to make the change, sir, is to just get many, many free staters here Get them elected up there and clean house. I think it would certainly be helpful. In fact, a handful of uh, free staters and liberty-oriented people are, are have been elected, actually. Li- actual free staters are in the, uh, the state house here in New Hampshire, which is more than the Libertarian Party can say from the other 49 states as far as them getting their people all elected. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> to combine all the other 49 states. So, so far, right here in two, the end of 2009, the Free State Project has been more successful than the, I, th- I would say, the entire Libertarian Party as far as political successes are concerned. And the Libertarian Party's been around for decades. The Free State Project is still working on its first decade, and it's only in the very beginning stages. And I know, Mike, you're a, a New Hampshire local. You've been here for a long, long time, and you're one of the many who are very, very pleased with the idea that more people are coming here who love freedom. Well, absolutely. I mean, what you guys are echoing are the things that I've been talking about, hollering about for over 20-something years, because, you know, here's, here's a classic example I mean, what happens when you feed a pig? What happens? They get fat. Well, they get and they get bigger. Yep. So you know, in Keene, what I don't know if you gentlemen have heard me talk about the jail, but here was a jail that ninety percent of the people, right, and did not want where where it is presently located. But yet the government officials just took it upon themselves. Didn't even follow rules. Even the government makes they never rules. do. They, they, they didn't the, the rules, rules are for you, Mike. The right? rules aren't for them. Yeah. Exactly. So they don't. So here you have you've, you've created this thing which is throwing away more and more taxpayers' dollars. And you, I'm sure you guys have heard about Boston having the big dig. Oh yeah. Oh what well, a debacle. We up here have the big pig. <laughs> Yeah, there's big digs and pigs everywhere all across the country. I mean, when you look even at the national level, at the the bailouts, for instance, it was like 90-plus percent of America was vehemently against them doing the bailouts. They were getting 50 phone calls to one at various different That's congressional 98. offices uh, saying, hey, don't do this, and they went ahead and did it anyway. Why not? It's not like they're going to get unelected. The incumbents still get reelected at a 90-plus, what, 96-percent rate or something like that, uh, and yeah, they know that they're going to get more more money out of the American people next year because, as I was saying earlier in the show, the American people are a bunch of docile push, pushovers, and they, they would never even consider doing civil disobedience or saying no to the government's diktats and saying, well, what the hell with that? Plan. I have a plan, and I want you gentlemen to hear this right, right. now. Laid out. I have been so, so adamant against this jail that my proposal is that to withhold that proportion of 
my property taxes that are for this new jail. I will put them in escrow, and if enough, enough people would join in with me, and we'll do this. We can break the back of these parasites because they're not going to have any money to suck on. I love that idea. I'm a huge a proponent of tax uh, resistance in that way, a tax freedom. And I, I also don't want to pay for the government schools because the government schools are the ones that are responsible for indoctrinating people into the belief that the state is necessary and that the state is good. And I think it's one of the most destructive forces uh, in our society today. Mike, thanks for the call tonight. Thank I you, appreciate sir. it as always. 800-259-9231. Uh, Mike's a great example. We've talked about a lot about the Free State Project on this show because, well, we're participants. We made the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project to get active uh, for liberty, but also they're a sponsor of, uh, of the program. And one of the things that – because we have to wear it on our sleeve on this show, I mean, we, we, don't, we can't hide the fact that we're, uh, we're moving here for, to get active for liberty. And that pisses some people off, the people that are part of the system, the people that are the parasites that Mike was talking about. They are not very happy with the fact that liberty-minded people are, are moving in mass. Uh, so far, hundreds have made the move. Thousands right. will be coming. They're, they complain uh, to no end that their state's being taken over. Oh, no. That's, it's not. Right. The fact is, the big government people have taken over every state in the union. Um, New Hampshire, the, sl- the slowest. It's considered the freest yeah. state in the union, uh, at least uh, as by the Mercatus uh, Center study from 2000, early, er, earlier in 2009. But uh, the fact is, we're just coming here to reinforce people that people already like believe. In, yeah, right, like Mike. So there's, there are people like Mike that really like the idea of getting government out of people's lives and, and having more freedom that love the fact that uh, liberty-oriented people are moving here. Uh, but then there is also, on the other side, the statists, the people that are the, you know, the government people that are very, very upset by this. And they want to they uh, create this mentality and put it out there into the public like, well, no one likes you, free staters. We, we don't like you. Go home. Free staters, go home. You know, this kind of uh, attitude. And they want to portray it as though that's what everybody thinks. And they always say things like, we don't like you, we want you to leave, as though they speak for everybody that's here in, uh, in New Hampshire. They certainly don't speak for the, for the governor who invited me to this state. Uh, you know, who are they? The governor well, invited me here. I don't was, care what they say. That was a few years back, but nonetheless. What difference does it make? Nonetheless, oh, now, they don't speak some, for people. I don't care ordinary... about the governor. They don't speak for people like Mike and and uh, and thousands of others. But they do believe that the government system is legitimate, and that was the governor of the state. So therefore, that person's you know welcome is more valid than theirs. Yeah, is. but he wasn't their governor. I'm sure they would say that. Well, whatever. I don't care what they say anyway. But my point here is that uh, too bad for them because you know we're not going home. We were out this doing is my, this is my state, right? We were out doing fully informed jury association outreach uh, recently and got some very very nasty comments from uh, from a couple of the, uh, the the government bureaucrats that were were going into the courthouse in that particular day. Something to the effect of, "Hey, why don't you get jobs and uh, leave the state? And why don't you get jobs and leave our town?" Well, sorry, sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but. Hundreds have moved so far. Over 9,800 at this point are pledged to move. We talk about it all the time on this radio show. More people are signing up all the time. The, the 10,000 mark is going to be crossed. We're going to hit 20,000 mark. You've got a plan to make that happen sooner rather than later that you're putting into uh, to motion right now as we uh, as we speak. And we're going to see liberty lo- more liberty-loving people come here to New Hampshire. So eventually, it's eventually going to be you status types either need to understand that it's wrong to aggress against your neighbors, or maybe you need to, uh, to be the ones to get the hell out of town. Because we're not going to aggress against you. We'll never force our, I will never force my way upon you. I will never force you to be free. I will never force my beliefs upon you. But you'll do it to us. You, the status, will. 
That's all right, though, because the more they do it, the more tyrannical they look, the more they hurt people, the better we can publicize their violent actions, and the more people will get here sooner. 800-259-9231. Freestateproject.org. You can learn about the Liberty Forum. It's happening in March, the 18th through the 21st. Great opportunity to come up here and meet some of those people like Mike and the other uh, wonderful liberty-oriented people that are up here. Hundreds of them. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. It's time. Wake up. This is just in case you care. And yeah, I'm talking to you. That's my booklet of truth for the people of America and the wake up call for action to save our freedom. Get a copy for you and your friends at yamtalkingtoyou.com and get involved with saving our country. That's yamtalkingtoyou.com. If you want to be part of the solution, otherwise, just go back to sleep. You'll adjust to enslavement. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's the Saturday edition. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Features including our chat room. You can head over to chat.freetalklive.com. Get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners. They're in there. Usually, best time is during or sometimes after the show. Sometimes after the show, the chat will go for another hour or two. Um, So head on over to chat.freetalklive.com. How would you like to get a non-lethal weapon into the hands of your loved one uh, this, this holiday season with the stopping power that rivals that of a handgun? It's the Tiger Light. It's an incredibly bright flashlight. With an integrated pepper spray. Its high level of utility comes from the fact that it's out in your hand, because it's a flashlight, unlike other weapons, and there's no expectation by the perpetrator that you, uh, in fact, have a weapon. That's the Tiger Light. You can get one today at uh, tiger.freetalklive.com. It's a special Christmas rate, and yes, you can still get it delivered to you by uh, Christmas time. It's tiger.freetalklive.com. Let's continue with your phone calls about what you want. Earl is on the line listening to KMED in Medford, Oregon. Earl, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, good evening to you. Good evening, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I heard, and I just found your station, uh, or you broadcast on a station here in Oregon, <clears throat> and I heard someone make a comment that they don't give a damn whether Obama has a birth certificate. That's Ian. Yeah, I made that comment, because to me, he's just another thug, and I don't care where he was born. Well, let me try this. Okay. There's no doubt. Like you and the other fellow there said, that one thief leads to another thief and another and so on. Mm -hmm. And they're all thieves, and they're all thugs, and they're all whatever. You got it. Okay. But the only person who's controlling all of this is Obama. Controlling all of what? Damn near every facet of our life now. Hmm. I don't know well, if I agree I mean, with that was jo- was George, Wasn't George Bush doing pretty much the same stuff? Oh, and I agree. George Bush was no saint. But let's look at reality here in the last 10 or 11 months. 12 now, I guess. If we want to stop all of this tyranny, if you will, mm. 
You've got to start at the top. I disagree completely. What's his name? Uh, the, the caller's name. Uh, this is Earl. Earl is right because uh, here's what would happen. This particular presidency would be shaken to the point that they wouldn't be able to do anything for four more years. What? They wouldn't get much done. They wouldn't be able to push through this health care thing, this this debacle. I'm not saying the health care system we have, we have is you good now. You are a dreamer that no, this is going to happen. No, it wouldn't go through. It, it would shake. It would stop everything in Washington, D.C., this kind of a lawsuit. I'm if, saying if you're it dreaming if it, that it would even to happen. Oh, I don't think it'll happen, but it would stop it. Right. I mean, they're all that in it together. That doesn't mean it's not right. You see, when you poo-poo people's, uh, people's uh, you know, goals that are right, you, you look, you know, this is, it gets them all wound up. He's right. Well, the thing of it is, if he falls, and he will fall, if this birth certificate thing is pushed, then the rest of them will fall. Well, I, don't think I don't think they'll fall, but I think they'll be stopped until the next, uh, you know, the next go around. You're not going to stop anything. What would stop the vice president from stepping in and just signing all the legislation that the the Congress puts because forth? You think Congress shake... is wait, wait, wait? You think Congress those those thugs are going to all of a sudden just oh gosh. Boy, they took Obama out of office. We better not do anything. Politics now. is based. Yes, politics is Please. based on um, on people. You know how much they believe in what's going on, and they're having a very tough time jamming this awful tyranny uh, that they're they're doing down people's throats right now. And yes, this little bit of uh, you know throwing the president out would make a difference. I don't think it's going to happen because he's, al- he's already appointed a, a Supreme Court justice. They can't undo all Even the crap he's done. Even if it does happen, it doesn't matter in the long run. And I. And In Earl, the long run, that may be true, but you, you can't you can't make a, a trip of a thousand uh, miles until you take the first step. So steps do matter. The, the perspective is also backwards, Earl. I, I I know that we agree on a lot of stuff here, but I disagree with you that the first step is to take them out at the top. I think the first step should be to people on the bottom, you and I, to disagree with the state and stop going along with their diktats and their mandates. And uh, because to imagine that you'll have any effect at the top of this particular criminal gang enterprise known as the federal government is it seems to me pretty unrealistic based on everything i've observed but to actually have individuals making the choice at the very bottom level you and i deciding to stop obeying and to to just say no to the federal government's demands and your state governments and your local governments when they make demands of you and new regulations and new laws and new micromanagement of your life to say no the hell with it and no you can't put us all in jail that's how you make a difference non-cooperation and civil disobedience not trying to change out the head gangster. Uh, okay, I'll see if I you hit two or three points there. Uh, if the people start saying no to all of the gangsters on the low levels and don't stop the one at the top who's signing all the world treaties and things like that that are going to bind us to it. You aren't then, bound by anything unless you want to be bound by it. Well, excuse me. That's all fine and dandy if you've got a standing army on your side or control. We don't. Well, wait, so you're saying, can you, can you rephrase that? I say, that's okay if, and if you have a standing army with us, but we don't. No, no, you don't need to have violence in order to make change. You can yeah. change as they did with uh, Martin Luther King and uh, and Gandhi and others. You can you can you can change things through peaceful means. And in fact, that's the best way to go about changing things. You don't I need agree. to have a, a, the a standing best way. Order. However, it's not going to happen this time. Well, that's you that made that decision, not me. I choose oh, to not oh. go along with it if, anymore. If, if we 
as a populist starts refusing to pay this tax or that tax or this levy or whatever, yeah. the next thing we're going to have is martial law. Fine. Fine. I'm not scared. Thanks, Earl, for the call. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. And that's where Americans are. They're scared s of what might happen. Oh, God, you guys can't go to New Hampshire and get all active. They're going to roll in tanks. They're going to drop a nuclear bomb. They're going to bring in martial law. Yeah, Fine. I bring it there's in. There's really not a lot of evidence that they would do martial law simply because, I mean, take a look at the Real ID Act that they uh, they attempted to jam down the throats of the American people. Uh, the state governments just aren't doing it. You don't see Marshall, the federal government, rolling tanks in on the, uh, Bring the in state the capitals. Show, no. show themselves for who they really are. A cr- was, criminal gang of violent people that are willing to harm the people they supposedly claim to protect. But they don't do it because, you know, there's, there's been all kinds of legislation throughout the years that you can point at that has been passed and nothing's happened. It hasn't worked. They just haven't been able to implement it because they're the government. They're a bunch of incompetent boobs. And, uh, you know, so there's, there's lots of evidence that if people don't cooperate with the government, that, in fact, their, their little plans fall apart. Can you imagine what would happen if they actually did martial law? It would, be, it would all be over for them. Their lo- illusions of legitimacy would be completely out the window. There would be no more idea that you'd have any kind of election to go to to change things, right? They'd call off the elections under martial law, so the whole the whole system would become completely visible for what it truly is if they actually did that, which, as you point out, Mark, it's very unlikely that they would actually do, because then they'd lose their legitimacy. There are millions of Americans that are working right now that don't pay income tax. Uh, the numbers seem to vary for you know, between 10 million and 60 million. I, don't, I can't figure out exactly who it is and how many, but it's seems like 60 million's closer and these people are paying and what's happening nothing uh, what we really need to see happen is that some business owners stop paying sales tax and stop obeying all the various different regulations that they're demanded of we're coming up free talk live guys do you have trouble getting women or ever wonder why she chooses to jerk instead of you do you want to know what she really wants in a man welcome to schoolofdating.com the site that will teach you how to build confidence and pick up women without losing your self-respect SchoolofDating.com offers live dating shows, free chat line, coaching, and much more. Whether you're single, dating, married, or just need motivation when it comes to women, we'll show you how to get there. SchoolofDating.com. We're more than just a dating site. We're a lifestyle. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. It is the Saturday night edition of the show. We're taking your calls about anything, 800-259-9231. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com, where the features are free, including archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, just click download. They are yours right there on the front page of the website at freetalklive.com. Critical thinking question. Why would something that's so good for us like public education, need to be imposed on us with the use of force and funded by the use of force. Maybe it's something else that's going on. School Sucks Podcast is a show about the end of public education. Visit schoolsucksproject.com to learn more. That's schoolsucksproject.com. Continuing with your phone calls about what you want, Rod is on the line in Tampa listening to WFLA. Hello, Rod. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. Hey, thanks for um, for the time to talk. Uh, no problem. Uh, 
Well, uh, part of the reason I'm calling is it, it, it is time for massive civil disobedience. Yes, sir. Um, uh, we've, we've got uh, an electorate, if that's what you want to call them, up there, Congress and Senate, that are, that, that are not listening to the will of the people. And overwhelmingly, people do not want this health care. And they are going against our, 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 what we want. And it is time to start immediate civil disobedience. Well, I like I, health care. I just don't want government-run health care. <laughs> I agree with you, Tom. But um, I, I, that's I, Rod, actually. Excuse me, Rod. Um, I but I, I have a you know sort of another caveat is: Do you understand that the system that we have has brought us to the point that we are? Like this is this is the result of what it is that the United States Constitution brings. We need an well, entirely but, different system. Well, I mean, our, our, our Constitution is our Constitution. What we have is, is this uh, illegitimate uh, individual who may or may not be a U.S. citizen that is from Kenya or Indonesia that is a Muslim Marxist who has brought this about. And you've got what about, what, what about wait 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 now now um, now now you're going off the rails as far as I'm concerned. See, tyranny what about, started with oh, Obama. I am not. What no, about I the not. wait wait wait? What about the draft dodging uh, Republican that we had in office two years two, two terms before that? He passed that bailout right over the the tops of every American. Every everybody was calling the senators and representatives, and they were saying they don't want it, but they passed it anyway. He did the same he's thing. Not, he's not in power now, boys. Uh, I'm aware of that. I'm aware of that, but but if you don't if you don't call him to the carpet the same way you're calling this Muslim Indonesian whatever to the carpet, then you lose legitimacy in the eyes of half half the Americans. Bush to the carpet too, but right now Barack Hussein Obama is in charge, and he says he wants fundamental change. This country is not fundamentally bad. He wants to change the core of your country. You guys are libertarians. He wants to change your country. I'm a voluntary. George, George Bush didn't say, I want fundamental change. I've got problems with George Bush. It's Barack Hussein Obama. I, I, I have to say, I, did, I, object, right uh, I, I object somewhat to your uh, categorizing this as my country or, or my constitution. I didn't sign the constitution. It's not mine. The constitution is a set of rules for the government to follow, and they didn't sign it, and they don't follow it. So it's not – I don't want anything to do with the United States federal government. Is that all right? Okay, well, that, 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 that's fine, but the government okay. should have, have – have have mainly one reason is to defend us, okay? And right I don't now, want their defense. I, I, I think they're doing a crappy job of it. Oh, he is, and, and guess what? He's doing a lousy job right now. Iran so right now has gone out and they've they've, they've done their thing. Would you agree that George there. Bush did, did a lousy job too? Hey, Barack Obama is the president now. I'm Shut just asking George you. Bush would you agree that George Bush also did a lousy job? Yes, he did. But Barack okay. Obama is the president. Why are you defending him? I'm, I'm not, not defending whoa, whoa, him. Whoa, whoa! What are you talking about defending? When did we defend uh, because, Barack because Obama? Because that's what you're doing. Okay, but let's talk about people like the... the, the We're the, just the, asking the for intellectual honesty, that's all. We just that's want to not make defense. Sure. You see, yeah. I'm trying to be intellectually honest with you. Let's look at like someone like a political whore like Mary Landrieu from Louisiana who sold herself out for a vote. Let's look at Ben Nelson they all do from that? Nebraska. Okay. Yeah, look at every one of them. They're all whores and thugs and thieves. And they're liars, you know, you know, because their lips are moving, right? Okay. You do understand, Rod, right. that they don't have any obligation to defend you whatsoever, right? You understand that? George Bush is gone. 
Why, I didn't even he, mention he George Bush. I said, Rod, you do understand that they, meaning all of them in the federal government, whether Republican or Democrat, they have no obligation whatsoever to provide you with anything, even defense. Do you understand that? Hey, Barack Obama took an oath to preserve and protect this country. Simple under the question. I'm going to ask it one Where more time. Where are you boys at? I'm going to ask it one more time. Do you understand that they have no obligation? I understand he took an oath and blah, 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 oh, and this and that. He does have an obligation. Nope. He put, he, I'm he, sorry. He he would... Let me point you to the Supreme Court. They've ruled over and over again. They're the people that are supposed to interpret that pesky Constitution thing. Uh, they have ruled over and over again that the federal government, state governments, local governments have no obligation to provide you with any services whatsoever. It does not matter what they say. It does not matter what documents they sign. Zero obligation to provide you with anything, especially defense. So why are you protecting Barack Obama? What are you talking what? about protecting? Why do you keep... I've already said I think Barack Obama's a thug, just like everyone else. And I else. think he should show his birth certificate. What are you talking about? Okay, we've established that right now. So let's... So let's so let's talk about massive civil disobedience. I called I, I called from the state of Florida today to uh, Senator Bill Nelson, the doddering old fool, and he he his 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 phone service uh, he won't even answer it. Yeah. Right. So what are you going to do? Same that that is why we need massive civil disobedience. I agree completely. I agree. The, the politicians absolutely do not listen to us little peeps. But what, what, no, so what do you want to do? What, what do you, what's your proposal? Civil disobedience. Like not remember, pay taxes? I, I'm older than you guys right now, but I I want to I want to I want to remind you of a picture, <clears throat> which you know I didn't agree with it because I'm I'm a conservative individual and and I, I'm starting to get libertarian views, but there was a picture, and it was uh, very very common on posters in college dorms back in 1968 69, of this individual at the Democratic Convention in Chicago in 1968 with his finger, uh, his, 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 his middle finger uprooted. That is what needs to be done to the U.S. Congress and Senate right now. I We're agree tired completely. Of taking your crap. So you're going to stop paying taxes? Yes, I will. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, welcome aboard because I don't I pay them either. Let, and I'm not going to let the federal government tell me that I have to buy their insurance. For, I for, am with you 100% insurance. on that one, sir. And I just, and my just finger a question. is up right now to the federal government. No, Good. you're not going to tell me what to do as quick, far as buying insurance. Quick question. What if they just decide to junk the whole plan and don't change anything to health care? Then you're just going to go back to your life or are you going to keep doing civil disobedience? I'll probably go back to my life, but I hope okay, a lot so, of Americans so the rest of the trillion, right right let me go, just point of information, Rod. So then the rest of all the regulations and government offices and the trillions and trillions of dollars and all of the other things that the government has done to you, you don't really care that much, that much about all that. It's not worth any disobedience. Oh, oh I, I, I do, but this, this has raised a lot because ever since, ever since the, um, the, the Indonesian from um, Kenya or, or who, who's illegally president right now. He has started this because he said we need fundamental change. This country is not fundamentally bad. He wants to turn this country around, and we need to get rid of him. Well, I think we need to get rid of the entire federal government. But thank you for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. Barack Obama. Thank you, sir. All of them. 800-259-9231. Isn't it amazing? I mean, you just...
We were I feel apparently frust- for Barack Obama. I feel his frustration, but you know, I, I refuse to take sides in this particular argument because no. I know what the government looks like when when the Republicans are in charge. I was one of those guys that uh, you know I believed the contract with America, but. Then I found out what happens when the Republicans get in charge. And you're not going to fool me with that bull crap again. Bigger and bigger government, no matter who it is. Democrat, Republican, Bush, Blame Clinton, it on the moderates if you want. But the, Barack Obama. They, they just keep on, you can't just keep on voting Republican expect to solve the problem. Only moments remain. We'll try to sneak your call in here if you're on the line. 800-259-9231. Uh, we'll do our best to get you on the air in the remaining moments of Free Talk Live. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, final segment of the program. Enough time, perhaps, for your call at 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, and if you like the show, you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can become an amplifier for as little as three bucks a month, you'll get perks, and we'll get that money and take it in and reinvest it into the show. Get on more radio stations across the country uh, and uh, bring more Internet listeners on board as well. You can go to amp.freetalklive.com. Uh, again, that's amp.freetalklive.com. And uh, something else you can do to help out Free Talk Live and help yourself out all at the same time is get yourself some gold and silver at gold.freetalklive.com. We have some great deals that are available for you there. We've made some selections that will make it easy for you to decide on what you want to get because there's a lot to choose from in the world of gold and silver. Our friends over at Midas Resources, we're working with them. They're the guys that help get this show onto radio stations across the country. So you're going to benefit yourself by getting gold and silver uh, in your hands. This isn't some vault gold and silver that's 10 states away it comes to you and you're going to benefit free talk live because we get a small percentage and uh, you're going to benefit our syndicate by uh, you know helping keep them in business too that's gold.freetalklive.com as we continue with your phone calls rich is on the line in massachusetts rich you're on free talk live with ian and mark hi how you guys doing super rich what's on your mind pretty good i was wondering if you heard about the uh, power vapor program that the government is running now Power vapor? Power vapor? Yeah. I don't know what that Apparently is. Apparently not. Well, evidently it's the thing that Tesla invented uh, back in the uh, uh, early 1900s, and the uh, government has taken it over. As, and it's Actually, if you look under powervapor.com, you can find the uh, information on this. Can you tell me a little bit more about what it is? Well, evidently it's a uh, – have you heard about the uh, HARP program oh, in Alaska? Yes, I've, I've we've heard. heard a lot about it. What about it? Okay, this sends uh, high-frequency beams up into the ionosphere, and evidently the powervapor.com uh, will explain to you how it uh, affects um, you know, the normal person. Okay, so what are you suggesting here? Because we've heard lots of conspiracy theories surrounding this HARP program, which to me just seems like some sort of experimental thing that involves Big a government radio transmitter program. Yeah, just a boondoggle. Uh, but some people believe that it's controlling the weather. You're saying it does something to people. Does that mean you believe it controls people's minds? Yes, absolutely. Okay, and how, are your, how is your mind being controlled? Well, right at this moment. Yes. Um, mostly by marijuana. What? I don't understand. You're smoking pot? Well, yes, I do, but that has nothing to do with the uh, power vapor 
I'm asking you, how okay. is it... Be a little more forthcoming with your information, please. How... I don't, I, I, I'm not understanding. This power vapor thing that they're doing controls is controlling Americans' minds? How so? Well, yes. The, uh, once the beams go off the ionosphere and come back down, uh-huh. then they uh, actually you know, will manipulate the way you think about whatever. You know. Like what? It could, you know, people who listen to your show may be affected one way or the other, maybe be happy, maybe be sad. You know. Do you really believe the, the stuff you are spouting here? Because do you understand how ludicrous it sounds? Um. Yes. Yeah, you sound real sure of yourself. Thanks Power Vapor is a uh, it's a sales website. Yeah, it's a, it's trying it's to sell <laughs> what cigarettes or something like that. Some sort of cigarette replacement. Uh, Don't smoke kid. cigarettes, kids. Ruin yeah. your life. Well, that was a bizarre call. You, what was the point of that call? Was he just trying to like it, scare it people spam. into visiting? Yeah, it was a spam call. <laughs> That's it all was it was. awful. Anyway, the harp thing is just some silly project, and uh, the the whole idea that a, a radio transmitter could somehow control people's minds is just ludicrous right on its front. I'll if, tell you if what. If my mind is being controlled, then I like it. I, it. I'm really glad that we only have four more minutes left in the show, and that's when you that's when you said that harp is is a bunch of ludicrous nonsense. So the kooks can't because they they won't be able to get in in because it's uh you know every time. Oh gosh, let's go to John in Montana. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, John. Hey, how you doing? How you doing today? What's on your mind, John? Oh, welcome to the Twilight Zone, huh? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Anyways, um, the reason I'm calling is because you talk about you want to bring change through peaceful means. Well, yes, sir. I have a concept that you might like to wrap your brain around. All right. And, um, what it is is people should be active in politics by running for office, but. They shouldn't just run for any office. They should run for one specific office, and we only need 50 people to clean up Congress. Now, you've heard a lot of concepts. Try this on for size. The position they should run for is Secretary of State for their respective states. And the reason is because when members of Congress run for re-election, where do they have to go to register to get on the ballot? The Secretary of State for the state they represent. Well, did you know that the Secretary of State for their states actually has the authority to say, no, I'm not putting you on the ballot just because you violated your oath of office? No, it sounds interesting, but I, and, you know, it, it, I bet it would stir things up, assuming that this would, you know, that, that you could get, uh, you know, people that love liberty uh, elected to this position. And I haven't seen much evidence that you can get people that love liberty elected to dog catcher. But um, <laughs> I, I, I'm for that. But don't you think that, uh, that, that they wouldn't last in that position for very long because the politicians would eat them alive? Well, they, when they run for office, they don't have to say that that's what their intent is. Understood. I'm sorry to, but talk, sorry to butt in here, but a little bit of bad news for you. I can't speak for all the 50 states and all their different systems, but I don't. I used to live in Florida. I don't ever remember being able to vote for a secretary of state there, and I can tell you that here in New Hampshire, you cannot vote for the secretary of state. You can't? Oh, no. Nope. Well, you, you could here in Montana. Okay. So it's probably figured, different. It's an interesting I, idea. Yeah, I figured it was the same all throughout the country, you no. know, that secretary of state is voted by the people. Afraid not. But, you know, it, it, I figured that concept really hasn't been tried yet, and if it was possible... I have no shot. objection to political action. I just think it's the uh, the lowest return on investment. I think the best way to get political success is to get people together all in the same place, whether it's in Montana or here in New Hampshire. I happen to be a fan of New Hampshire. That's why I moved here uh, as part of the Free State well, I grew Project. up in Massachusetts. 
Oh, excellent. Well, come on back out of here. We, we've got a real movement happening here at freestateproject.org. And, and I, again, I support anything that is peaceful and voluntary. And I, I, you know, I just happen to think that politics is really slow and, and plotting. But nonetheless, we've seen some success out here. And, and thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Uh, Let's go to Joseph listening in Eureka. Joseph, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, good good evening. You're listening on shortwave, not KGOE. You should be listening on KGOE. Well, I'm listening on my amateur radio on 160 meters on 14795. And my question was what I wanted to know what you thought about Germany is about to introduce some smart ID cards this year and coming up 2010 and the next new year. And German citizens, they're going to receive identity cards that contain radio chips with all their biometric data, meaning bio means life, measuring data. Now, some believe it will make the Internet transactions more secure, but others are afraid that the information could be misused. And I'm wondering if that's going to be taking place in the States. They tried to do the RFID chipped uh, licenses with the what they call it was real ID, and they basically and have done it with uh, passports. Passports do have RFID chips uh, in, and that's in them now. That, that is a legitimate form of uh, ID as far as the government's concerned. But so I they're... don't think that the RFID chips in the passports have biometric information on, stored on them. There's I no know that a hammer will mash the hell out of them. Well, I have yeah. a new passport. Is it biometric? Yes. I, no. 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 What? It's not my understanding. It's my understanding they're just numerical identification things on there. They, don't, they haven't stored a fingerprint in there or retina scan or something like that. But I can tell you that if you wrap it in a towel and smack it with a hammer, that'll take care of that crap. Uh, well, you know that uh, supposedly now the police are not going to be using the dispatchers. When they pull people over, they're just going to scan their ID cards. And this is something they would like to accomplish, and you're absolutely right. The The federal government back, I think it was in 2000, and was it 2005? Uh, the federal government, they went through with this real ID plan where they essentially they were mandating the states would go along with, uh, with essentially federalizing each individual state license. A lot of state governments, not based on any sort of significant principle of liberty or anything like that, but just because it was an unfunded mandate from the feds, and they're a bunch of incompetent uh, boobs. beat it back and they said, well, we're not going to go along with this. So real ID, at, for the time being, in some states is dead. I don't know how it's gone in other states that have just gone along with that. I don't know if Florida or other places like that have, have gone and done this and put RFID in their, in their licenses. We haven't heard about that yet. It hasn't gotten to the point of having biometrics, but the program was originally intended to where the Department of Homeland Security head bureaucrat could just wave his magic wand and decree that all of a sudden now it must have a fingerprint on it or now it must have whatever the, the new requirements would the be. Radio chip. Yeah, he and wouldn't that. have to go through. Well, the RFID chip was already going to be in the plans, but he can just wave his magic wand and, and add or, or remove anything from the you plans. you think that's an wants. infringement on uh, personal rights and freedom? I think uh, the, the government driver's license in the first place is an infringement on personal rights and freedom, but Yes, so my answer is yes. And thank you for the call. We're out of time okay. tonight. Tis been Ian here with you. And Mark. We'll see you. Oh, Mark, you won't. You'll be almost all next week. You'll be back Saturday, though, right? Yeah, Saturday show. But all next week, we'll have our wonderful co-host in with us, or with me, rather. And, and Mark I'm going will be, to sunny Florida. And uh, we'll be enjoying himself a little vacay. So get well soon, Mark. And uh, we'll see you Monday night, or I will see you Monday night. And online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. How long can you hold your breath? Not long. 
After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart, 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. 